0: conquer the weekend in the all-new hyundai santa fe visit hyundaiusa.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details hyundai there's joy in every journey
1: chris good morning how are you good morning chris
2: good morning i'm doing great how are you guys doing
1: Oh, we're delighted to talk to you. You have no idea. I I love the White Sox, and I have been going to the fan convention for a number of years with my son, and it's a great thing to do. We always go and see you talk, and you do a great job. And I was telling David that I think it was two years running that you had Dylan Cease as your breakthrough guy. And uh, <laughs> and I'm wondering if, it, if this is going to make it, whatever, three or four. I think last year was virtual. Uh, Dylan Cease seems to be a guy that you've got a lot of faith in.
2: Well, I do. I mean, you, you know, you start with, you know, what he's capable of doing and what we've seen in the past, right? And, and when he's right, um, you're looking at a front-line type guy. Now, you know, as he transitioned to the big leagues, it hasn't hasn't been necessarily as smooth as he would like. But we've seen glimpses of it. Um, you've got to be patient with some of these young pitchers. That's why why we like to get exposure uh, for them at the major league level, which we've been able to do. But uh, you know, we feel like he's made some adjustments. He's getting more comfortable. What we see in camp here, uh, you know, granted, you know, fairly small sample so far, but uh, he looks really good. He, he's he's landed his pitches. He's in the sights. Uh, strike zone. Um he's not cutting his fastball, which will allow him to get ahead and just open up uh the you know the he'll take command of, of any sort of opponent in the box there. So uh I feel good about Dylan Seats. I still do.
3: Chris at the beginning of camp we heard Tony La Russa talk about the designated hitter role and, and Andrew Vaughn specifically, but he mentioned oh yeah, and Gavin Sheets and Jake Berger are competing for the spot and I think a lot of us were like, wait a second, did he just say Jake Berger? And then we come to learn Jake Berger, former first-round draft pick who's been through hell and back injury-wise, but lost 40 pounds. He was in the Car Shield Collegiate League last summer, kind of staying sharp and getting back to the point where, you know, chasing the dream still. And now here he is competing, competing for at-bats, you know, for the designated hitter role with the White Sox. How did that happen? How proud of you are, are you of Berger, and how do you explain it all?
2: Well, you know, it's going to be tough to explain on, uh, you know, with just a small amount of time. But I can I can say this, when I saw him out there, uh, you know, with our home opener the other day, just just playing third base, getting at bats, pretty emotional, right? Uh, not, not to say, you know, I was more emotional than, than he was because I know that was a big moment. But, you know, everything that he's been through, you know, we're talking Achilles injury, re-rupture, um, the struggles of coming back from that. Uh, you know, having some really um, tough conversations, not sure how this whole thing is going to play out. He had those thoughts. I had those thoughts. We had many, many, uh, many discussions. Um, and But he continued to fight and move forward. And he started, you know, catching some breaks, uh, building some momentum. You know, last year when I got that phone call that he wanted to play, you know, we get shut down. He wanted to play in that local uh, collegiate league. You know, that was music to my ears. You know, this guy was feeling good. He wanted to compete. And we could have brought him to the alternate site earlier, but I felt like, you know what, he's able to go play some games. Um, And I think there was some added benefit of being home because he has been on this rehab trek for for so long. So he did that, got him to the alternate site. Physically, he just kept on getting in better shape. You watched him move around the field once we got him to Schaumburg, you know, left, right, coming in to to, to get balls at third base, running, you know, running hard hard 90s. you know, you just you saw life in his body. He was smiling. He was around the boys. Like it was just, uh, it was a really cool experience. And as this unfolds, it gets better and better. And now to have him in camp and have a Tony talk like that, um, you know, it's it's pretty special. Uh,
1: you know, I think what's interesting to me as I look at the White Sox is obviously we talk about. Andrew Vaughn, and we talk about uh, Kopech and Madrigal and, uh, uh, you know, Crochet, you talk about maybe the top prospects that uh, are still considered prospects because there are limited time in the majors, and all of them are, are perceived to be a part of this thing. It's almost like all hands on deck. You know, this is a, this is going to be a season of winning, and you need everybody who has any possibility of helping you do that.
2: You know, this is, uh, you know, when we set out to to, to kind of uh, rebuild, so to speak, and uh, replenish the system and, you know, and build these guys towards the big leagues, you, you knew that we were going to come to a moment like this where these young players were going to be asked to contribute at the major league level. And, you know, you look around, well, I know what this guy's capable of doing. I know what this guy's capable of doing. Uh, th- these guys can be impact guys. Fortunately, we were able to get, a lot of them to get a taste last year and have some early success um, and, and obviously be part of that run, get into the playoffs. They're just hungrier, but they've gained more confidence. Uh, they're, they're learning how to play together and have fun while doing it. And uh, But, you know, it's 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 just a fun group, and, and these guys can do so many different things. It's a dynamic lineup. Um, you've got guys like in Madrigal that can create action. You've got a Louis Robert that can play defense and then hit a – you know, a 450-foot shot. You've got Eloy, and then you've got a Garrett Crochet that that's coming out of the bullpen, you know, and throwing 100 miles an hour with a nasty slider. Uh, you know, it, it's just you go up and down and you get excited about these guys. It's not going to be push-button. We know that because um, it's baseball, but uh, these guys have the, the talent and the fortitude to fight uh, and have success there.
3: You know, Chris, when you look at Andrew Vaughn and Garrett Crochet being guys who did not really have any minor league experience uh, beyond a certain level, able to contribute to a, to a pennant contender. And it seemed like, to me, exceptions to the rule, or is the rule changing? And if it is evolving in a way that allows teams like the Sox to rely on, on, on their kids quicker, what does that say about the future for Jared Kelly? Is he, you know, he was the second-round pick behind Garrett Crochet. Is he a guy that we could see in 2021 contributing?
2: Well, you know every you know everyone's path is going to be a little bit different. You've got Andrew Vaughn, who was you know viewed as you know probably the top college bat uh, in that draft class. We knew that he was you know pretty advanced as a hitter, and then the more we were around him, the more confident we became in that. And he continues to press or impress on a on a daily basis. just the way he operates. Um, when, when you start bringing up you know a Jared Kelly or a Matt Thompson or a Drew Dahlquist, these are high school players. Um, obviously we 've got some history uh, just from a scouting uh, standpoint and we 've gotten them in the system a little bit. We were able to get them at the, the alternate site and see what they 're capable of doing. I think really it 's about building up innings um, you know just to to kind of throw these guys into the big leagues without really having that proper workload under the belt. It would be very limiting uh, with 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 what we were able to do from a from a safety standpoint so uh, for those guys it's it 's getting them at affiliate this year you know we we've kind of uh penciled out some some inning uh, limits uh and we'll certainly monitor as that that goes on to to say that they'll the come into play in two thousand twenty one uh I wouldn't go that far but hopefully they're they're in well positioned come twenty two and twenty three uh in, as we build up that workload and and perhaps they're knocking on the door
1: it, you know we also see the Sox have done a great job with international prospects and, and noticing that – is it Joelki Am I pronouncing that right? Cespedes, yeah. uh, the younger brother. Um, he's 23, I think. Is there a chance a guy like that? I mean, again, he's coming from, from Cuba, and, and uh, I don't know when he officially could uh, be a part of the thing. But we don't know when the minor leagues are up and running. We don't know how all that's going to work, Chris. Is there a chance that 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 some of the international guys could uh, could come right into the major leagues?
2: Well, you know, I'm, I'm hoping for a, a May uh, a May fourth start date to the minor league season. Okay. Um, we we know things are, are are moving around a little bit, and there's nothing official, but uh, you know, we certainly we have hope that that will come together. Now, when it comes to Yowelki Cespedes. You know, he, he's he's in camp with us. He's part of the 75. We've got a little mini camp going on, and fortunately we've been able to get him uh, some exposure with our major league guys, face, you know, the Garrett Crochets and the Kopecks and some of these other guys in live batting practices and just seeing how he goes about his work. It's, uh, I, I've enjoyed watching him. Uh, I really have. He, he He's a determined kid. You can tell he's on a mission. He's got a, a real plan at the plate. He uses the whole field. He's put together. He's strong um he's got a nice presence to him so yeah he's, he's 23 years old but he's also the first time coming over to the states and being part of the organization so we want to go go about this at the right pace he'll certainly let us know how much we can challenge him we're not scared to challenge these guys but the the hope is to get him to a full season club hopefully get him off to a to to a nice start and see where the see where it ends up in 2021.
3: Chris you're like a grizzled veteran in the organization now as long as you have been there in this role and you know congratulations on the promotion but you know philosophically when you look at the approach that you take and maybe is is ad- adapted and adopted throughout the organization how does that work with a new manager a new pitching coach the pitching coach is on you know the one side of his career he's late 30s Ethan Katz really up and comer and then you have Tony La Russa, you know he's got three World Series rings and and you just wonder how do you indoctrinate, indoctrinate them into the White Sox philosophy in terms of developing players, young players especially, or is it there's some give and take there?
2: Well, you know, I've been impressed with with first of all both of those guys. They, without question, they're very organized. Um, you know, we can't argue the success that Tony La Russa has had. I, I've been impressed with how he, he, you know. From from day one this off season, how he got in touch with the coaches, his preparation for spring training, getting to know these players, coming out to Arizona as players were were working their way to the to the facility. You know his, his point was really to get out here and get to know them. You know he, he reached out to to a lot of the guys and then uh, saw them in person, saw saw the way that they they work, um, and then he's got a, a progression for spring training. He's got different phases. Um, you know he, he's working off a blueprint that has worked now what I've really enjoyed about being around Tony is he, he's asked me a ton of questions. He he, he uses his coaches. Um, he, he really leans on those guys and, and, and there's a lot of thought into, into everything that, that he does. And, and I, I certainly appreciate that. He, he's, you know, when you're a new person coming into the organization, that can be a bit overwhelming. You want to get to know everyone as quickly as possible. And you certainly want to implement some things, but he's gone about it at a, at a, uh, he's had a nice approach to things, and, he, and he's got a nice pace to him. And he, he's always listening. He's taking notes, and he's asking a lot of questions. You know, Ethan Katz, you know, you look at his what he's done in his career. He, he's, you know, he's coached in high school. He's coached uh, college summer ball. He, he's, he's been an, affil- an affiliate as a pitching coach. He's been a coordinator. He was just an uh, assistant uh, major league pitching coach with the Giants. A very bright guy. He's got a built-in relationship with Lucas Giolito, which has helped build relationships with, with our other guys and get quick buy-in. Ethan, he asks a ton of questions. He's a very bright guy. He's very organized. Um, and, I, and as I see this whole thing uh, you know, kind of roll out and, and, and progress towards the season, I, I think Tony's going to allow these guys to, to go out there and do their jobs and, and help this organization win tony's been great he he he's he's very open minded um you know he he's got his beliefs um you know he he's you know some of them are are very traditional but some of them are are a little bit more forward thinking a little bit more progressive so it's a nice blend and I look forward to working closely with him
1: I'm always fascinated when I look at the the socks to to see players come in that I hadn't thought about in a while, you know, just watching these preseason games. I know you're, you're tied into all these guys, but when you see a guy like Adolfo who at one point looked like he was going to be one of the young stud guys that might break through Uh, when you see a guy like Zach birdie, who at one point looked like he might be the fastest guy to the major leagues Um, you know, injuries curtail different things. We've talked about burger. How, How do you look at the overall player development in terms of missing that season and having so many guys that are just trying to kind of recapture maybe where they were moving forward? Um, Just how difficult it's been just in baseball all over the place.
2: Yeah. I mean, you know, certainly not having a minor league season uh, presented a challenge that, you know, I, I personally have never faced and others haven't either. I mean, there's, Certainly guys that have had injuries, and because they're rehabbing, they, they missed years, but you know, not because of a pandemic. Uh, you know, I feel fortunate that, that we were able to get a handful of these guys to an alternate site or instructional league. I feel like our coaches did a great job remotely staying in constant communication with these guys to make sure they're still you know, moving the needle forward and focusing on the right things. Um, but there's nothing that can replace games, the emotion of the game, getting out there and getting at bats, um, you know, and getting on the mound and, and, you know, battling with the hitter in the box. I mean, those types of things are tough to replicate. So, you know, as, as, we, as spring training kind of plays out here and they're in games for the first time, I think you, you certainly have to perhaps alter your lens a little bit from an evaluation standpoint just because these guys we're looking at Closer to two years than one year for, for the last time that they played in games. But, um, you know, there, there's really no excuses. Every team has faced the same challenges, and we continue to go. We really do. Um, and, you know, who, who knows when these guys are going to be asked upon to help our major league club, but we know that we've got a handful of guys that will be asked. You know, Mike Rodolfo, just getting him in some game action. He's a guy that we've always believed in the tool set. He just needs to go out there and play. He's had some injuries along the way. And then the season's taken away last year. So to get as many at-bats as we can for him is going to be beneficial. You know, Zach Birdie's had some injuries as well. And then, of course, last year, you know, uh, not having a minor league season, but he did get some major league exposure. These guys have the tools. It's just a matter of getting out there and, and playing some baseball so they can maximize those that skill set.
1: Chris, appreciate it. Congrats on on your uh, situation. And can, can I ask for a breakthrough player, or is it the obvious answer that you always give?
2: <laughs> well, I'll, I'll move off of Dylan Cease uh, because <laughs> you guys have heard that one before a couple times. Um, yeah, no, I, 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 you know, and then Andrew Vaughn. You guys have heard enough about him already, but I, but but he's he's one that you know certainly I, I feel confident in, but. The, you know, Jimmy Lambert. He's a guy that we got a little glimpse of last year at the major league level. We're really gonna, you know, be more or less methodical on his ramp up. Um, but I feel like he's gonna help our club at some point. And Jonathan Stever's another guy that you know went from Winston Salem essentially to to, to him in the big leagues last year. You know, he his first start there. There, there were some you know quality things in there, and then you know the second one um, he got beat up a little bit, which which may be a good thing in the long run, but i say, you know, those two guys I think are going to help our club at some point to help us get through that 162 as, as we push into the playoffs, and who, who knows what they're capable of doing. I know, I, I believe in those guys.
1: Thanks, Chris. Love Great it. Stuff. Thanks, Chris. See ya. Take care. Thanks, guys. See
2: ya.
0: You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai.